Hi, I'm Adam Jetson. Welcome to the podcast. Before we get started on today's podcast, let me tell you how to get in touch with us. You can follow us on Instagram at FirstComesLoveTCM. You can call the voicemail at 347-TRUE-LOVE. That's 347-878-5683. Or you can email us at Let's Talk at FirstComesLove, then comes marriage.com. Mommy and Daddy sitting in the tree. K-I-S and I-N-G. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes baby and the baby. Carrots. Hey y'all, welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage Podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And we are still in Black History Month. So we're talking about Black parenting. So listen up. Let's go. Welcome back to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And we were discussing parenting and how we were raised and how we want to raise our kids. And this is an ongoing discussion because as we grow and as they grow, they're getting older, we're getting better. It's just certain things that we think about and we talk about, you know, all the time. Yeah, they so, always say uh, there was like a parent, kids don't come with a handbook. Yes. Yeah. So they say that. And it is so true. It's true because so. every child is different. Mm-hmm. And so there are books out there and people have told us, which, you know, we could write a book. We could write a book. I think that we are doing an excellent job with action. We are doing an excellent job with shine. And um, we could write a book. but. We're dropping these jewels right here today mm-hmm. on the podcast. Yep. So one question that I have, which I think about often for you, is what is one thing that you would do differently with our kids that your parents did for you? I would have less children. <laughs> because the, you're the baby of five. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm the baby of five. And so being and the not. baby... I was never without, really. I never had the feeling that um, that I was without, and I love all my siblings. It's just that money, man. Hmm. Like, my dad had a really good job. He worked for the city of Glendale. He, he provided, but it's five of us. <laughs> so those Costco bills had to be super high. So I would, you know what I would do differently, truthfully? Um, I am going to be more knowledgeable about money than my dad was about money when he was my age. Mm -hmm. And that's like a trickle down. And I'm then going to be more knowledgeable to give give more knowledge to Action and Shine and any other future children that we have. Mm -hmm. So I am going to let them have their childhood, but also... I might do, we had allowance, which I really like, uh, and I would do allowance, but I would probably tweak it a little bit where they're more financially responsible or their allowance goes towards certain things. Mm -hmm. Uh, They could only use cash or, you know, I'll I'll think of something, but it'll be more on the financial literacy thing, and it won't start at 
12, 13. It'll start at like 9, 10. Mm -hmm. So these habits will be developed by the time they're hitting 15. So I had my first job at 14 and I, I didn't know really what to do. So that's one of the things I would do. I would just be more financially literate so I could give my sons and my future children whatever they need. Also, one thing I would do, I would force them to do something that even if they didn't want to do, I would force them to do it. So it'd be it uh, piano or guitar or something like that. If they if they showed interest in it and they want to quit, I would I would make them do at least four or five years of it, mm-hmm. and not just like one one or two sessions. Yeah, yeah. So those those were my things. Did you have anything to add that that you would for your parents? Something you would change? I would. I was actually going to say the thing about your allowance because I remember you got allowance and I didn't. And it wasn't like I didn't have money because I bought you like the Matrix trilogy and -hmm. like Simpson stuff, anything you liked. But I would just ask for money and I could have money to do what I needed with it. But I didn't ask that often. But I was like, you get allowance? You're so spoiled. But that's not really you know, the purpose of allowance. And I remember thinking that when I went to college and not really being that great with money (laughs) (laughs) that I said, oh, I I could have been better prepared for this. Um, But one thing that I would do differently also, Shine Major Jackson is here, everybody. (laughs) He uh, has woken up. One thing that I would do differently is I think that what I'm trying to do now is to talk more to our children. And it's so funny because I heard this somewhere. We're in an age of gentle parenting. Um, and <laughs> I'm thinking like, I'm not that, 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 that parent. I'm not that parent that asks Johnny, you know, what he would want in the grocery store or anything like that. But I am the parent who is going to have a conversation with action to find out why did he do whatever it is he did. And instead of the immediate popping or spanking. And I think that it's interesting. I mean, I don't know how you feel. I don't know if this is a black community thing, but yes, but it was spankings were normal. Like you got spanked. Did you get spanked? Uh, you, you know that I got, I got spanked. <laughs> I got spanked. By both parents? Um, not really. My mom spanked me maybe twice that I know about. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, no. My mom always had my dad uh as her they were a unit. Mm-hmm. So the the fear of my mom came knowing that my dad had oh. her back. Right, right. I I got spanked by both parents and it wasn't it was I remember getting spanked for Many different reasons for grades, for acting up, for sneaking out to go see you, for peeing in the bed or, you know, anything. And I don't want to be that way. Not because I think it was wrong necessarily, because I think the discipline was what needed to be because my parents also had more kids than I want for kids. And it's a lot. So I understand it. Uh, and I think that I turned out great. The discipline was there. And the discipline and the drive is who I am today. 
But in this day and age, and with our children, at least the personality that I see that action has, I feel like I want to do less physical discipline and more understanding what's going on. I still want him to be respectful. I definitely want him to be um, knowledgeable, polite, disciplined, focused, all the things. But I, I think, you know, less spanking. <laughs> that's what you would do. That's, that's, what, that's one thing that I would change. Uh, so with my the, kids. the thing about parenting, and I don't know if this is a black f- phrase or a just like a parent phrase, mm-hmm. but home training, mm-hmm. right? That is, I want our kids to have home training. When they go out, they got to make sure they got home training. You usually hear home training when someone says you don't have it. <laughs> it's like that kid ain't got no home training. Yeah. You know, and it's so funny because it might, I think it might be a black thing. Because what is home training? Home training means you, you get trained at home. So when you go out, you're ready. You All act right. right when you're out. Yeah. And that's one thing that I'm like, even if, this is something that's supposed to be known. Even if you tear up your own house and you're doing whatever it is that you're doing in your house, you know when you go to someone else's house, you sit down or you like <laughs> yeah. you know you just you know that you don't know that you have to be told that you have to be taught that yes and it's so interesting though because now we're in an age or an era where we actually have not taken our kids to people's houses like i remember going to my mom's friend's house or you know places and because of covid and maybe because we're in new york i don't know but I don't believe we've taken our kids to anyone's house. Uh, we used to go to JJ's house. Okay, yeah, yeah. when we were home, that's true. Yeah, when we're in New York, yeah, no, we don't, we don't really go out. It's just because York, so. we can't. To me, you can't expect children to automatically know no, what to do. That is true. The the first time we took action to uh supermarket, supermarket grocery COVID, store yeah, yeah he, was he was running wilder. all up and down the aisles and you know i was like are we those parents you know you kind of think and at the same time as a parent knowing that other people are judging you that's hard and for what i know i'm a good mom and so um but he didn't know what to do and i took grace with myself and said this is his first time in the supermarket and he doesn't know what to do let me help him know what to do we walk we're in the cart we you know and i'm teaching him everything's a teachable moment and he was one so um you know learning as we go <laughs> is 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 fun i will say that I, i'm gonna just say it's fun so one thing i want to talk about when it comes to parenting is uh something that our babysitter talked about that that i was like oh this is actually pretty interesting so uh, my ba- our babysitter said i'm not going to <laughs> yes our babysitter said i'm not going to discipline your your child that's your job and at first I used to be like when I was uncle and I was everything, I was like, man, you know, I'll pop I'll pop any kid. I'm part of the village. So mm-hmm. therefore I have a responsibility and I do. But me just not wanting other people to discipline my child has been more and more. The older they get, I'm like, yeah, I don't want nobody popping them except for me, <laughs> right? Like, it, like even sometimes uh, it'd be like get your son right when mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want 
sometimes when you yell at him, I'm looking like, why is he yelling? Yeah, and yeah, you I'm look like, at me yeah, like yeah. you're being a little hard but you, but, on him. But, but yeah, but sometimes you do that to me too. When I'm like, I'm like baby, your patience yeah, the, is the, the only person who has that authority is you. But even with you, I'm like, you know, I feel some type of way with discipline. So how how do you think you deal with that? Because we have grandparents and we have godparents and we have. Uh, aunties and uncles and mm-hmm. they are part of their vi- our village mm-hmm. and they are very important to us mm-hmm. but how do you feel about disciplining your children about them disciplining our children yes the village and how, and how can they yes if, you know yeah how can they besides popping or stuff like that yeah Right. The, the wonderful thing about us is I think that we picked the very best godparents for our children. So shout out to Actions Godparents, Shine's Godparents. They're the best. And I say that because I believe we have similar parenting styles. And that's crucial because I want that um, consistency with, with parenting. And when I give action over to his godparents, I am 100% sure that he is being raised fine, properly, wonderfully, in the exact same way that I would. Um, and so I, they know different things. They do different things with him. But as far as discipline is concerned, I'm never worried. So I think about that when it comes to um, grandparents <laughs> and disciplining. Because, yeah, like you said, I actually don't want him to associate physical abuse with dis- with discipline and that type of discipline with love because you know it can be tricky especially now it's like love doesn't have to physically hurt yes you know what i'm saying so um and also every child needs something different so we don't know how shine is going to be but i just speaking of action i yes i would hope that there is a conversation and an order of which it can happen. And then it's not to say that my child won't get popped because yeah, he might need to understand things a little bit differently, but that's not, like I said, that's not the first form of discipline. Yes. Welcome to the Am I Wrong segment of First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. This is uh, Aaron Jackson. This is part where we talk about a subject and you let me know if I'm wrong or am I right. So I'm doing an update of the workout challenge. So Lindsay and I have a workout challenge. We're gonna hire, we're gonna hire professional uh, photographers and do photo shoots for a birthday. Who looks better on a birthday? We're getting a lot of Lindsay's. We got a lot of people who say Lindsay's going to win, but they are rooting for me. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like, come on. So, I will say this, though. This is a check-in slash am I wrong. Should I get some kind of handicap? Because I just discovered that Lindsay be working out at work, and I do not have the opportunity to work out at work. I am wearing a suit. She is wearing leotards. And she be in between shows getting it in. And the only reason I know this is because I watched the reel that we did about loving basketball, and I saw her back. And it was looking so snatched. I was like, my goodness, <laughs> she is not playing any games. So 
Y'all, he he's he's seeing that it's getting real. Uh. We're in February <laughs> and he the time is ticking. But I already said I was about to get it right, get it oh. tight. So, so I have the same hurdles that he has. No, she doesn't. But she yes, I do get to work out at work. It. Uh, let's go back to the word for Aaron was balance. Mm. His word for this year was balance. So we don't need a whole another podcast <laughs> in here. I just wanted to know, do you think it would be right if I had some kind of handicap? And if you think there's a good handicap where like, you know, if say I got four abs instead of six, I still should get support points or something like that. You just let you let us know. You could call the voicemail at 347 True Love. Any ideas that will help me out. Any. Yes, give him ideas on how to get it right, get it tight. You can DM us. First comes love, TCM. And yeah, seriously, give us some more ideas. Also, email us. Let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage.com. This song goes out to Action Major Jackson. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Action. I love you. Happy birthday to you. We love you from your I mommy love you. and daddy. No, from me only. From my- I love you, daddy. Action is three, y'all. So if you want to, you can go ahead and call the voicemail. Leave him a happy birthday song because he sings actually happy birthday to many, many people. And he would love to hear from you. So call the voicemail. At 347-TRUE-LOVE. That's 347-878-5683. Welcome back. We are still talking about black parenting and let's talk about the joys and the fears of black parenting. And I'll go first because joy, joy, joy down in my soul. Joy with my two black boys. Um, Black boy joy is a hashtag and it is real because when I tell you action makes me smile every day, he does something and he makes me smile every day. I'm so grateful for the time that I had with him that year and a half off of work where he was going from one to two. I mean, what a crucial time. What a formidable time that I actually got to spend every day with him. And even just thinking about it, I'm like, ah, but he does things, you know, he sings and he dances and he makes up words and tunes and he'll, he's building a cake out of fruit and he'll do certain things. That's just like, this is great. Like these are the moments I prayed for. So, and then of course there's my shine who is literally a ball of sunshine, like chunky monkey shining all the time. And I'm so grateful that we are here with them, that we have this time. What about you, babe? Uh, you did the you did the joys. I did the joys. I'm gonna come back. To, I'm gonna come back to that. Let's talk about oh, the joys first. Okay, so one of my greatest accomplishments is getting you pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> having unprotected sex with you. 
and can uh, you pregnant? Yeah, Sean, right? stop you him, stop him, because he's turning, he's you just changing know, it. <laughs> uh, being a father, um, I'll talk about the fear, I'll talk about my fears first. I don't like the word fear, because I feel like, you know, uh, God being, yeah, it, it, God does not give us a spirit of fear. Yes. So, it is a, a something that I lived through, right? I, my first son, I lived longer than my first son. And uh, his, his, the anniversary of his uh, birth was a couple weeks ago. And so I just constantly think about it. It, it was this meme. Uh, it was this Instagram thing. It was like first time parents be like, and there was a baby sleeping and the guy like checked his heart and then checked his, like, I still do that. I do that with Shine. I do that with Christmas and I do it with action. Like I, I want to make sure my sons are safe. And part of them being safe is me being a father and giving them the tools to learn how to live life. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a responsibility and it's a joy to do it, but it's also it's also a constant reminder, like, yo, you got to get this right. Mm -hmm. They do not. I, I tell all my friends when they're about to have kids or they talk to me about uh, fatherhood. I'm like, my sons do not know how to be human. The only people that are teaching them how to be human is me and my wife right now. Uh, especially like with action. He, he sometimes he thinks he's a straight up dog because oh Christmas goodness. he like really thinks he's a dog. I did not tell you yesterday he <laughs> ate one of his cookies. He had a dog biscuit. He knows better. And I said, "Why did you do that?" He said, "I want to be like Christmas." See, exactly. So like, is is who they are around? Who is in their village? I I have to be very cautious of what like be careful little ears what you hear mm -hmm. like be careful little eyes what you see. It's like that for me all the time. I'm always thinking about it. But the joys come in when they start doing things that are going to translate to them being adult and translate to them being a decent human in society. So when I see action say hi to somebody or even do the black head nod, like action got that down. And he sees me do it because I do the head nod. I say, what's up, brother? And so sometimes action will say, what's up, brother, to a, a person. Are, oh what's up brother yeah you almost got it shy so yeah shy's getting it too and it's it's like that um them turning into whoever they're going to be but me guiding them and being that guiding person i have 34 years of experience and he only has two years so they're rookies i was yes so I can, just like somebody on the subway asks me, oh, what stop do you get off to get to Times Square? Or how do you get here? I could guide them because I've been here. I'm the expert. And right now I am the expert in living for them. Um, and so I try to guide them and get them to the right places and prepare them. Have them trained at home. Give them some home training. So when they get out in the world, they're ready. Uh, so... It is it is the greatest joy when I see that they hit benchmarks that um, I deem uh, that they'll be ready for things like action counting right now. Reading and counting are so important. Like I read and I count every day. Mm -hmm. And at my job, I might just be counting singles because I work at a restaurant. But 
it's just counting. Like, I'm just thinking, like, man, what if I didn't know how to count? Like, these are the little things that I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Uh, how to interact with people, how to be a kind person, how to stand up for yourself. So these are my joys and my fears it, are the same. Like, I fear that one day somebody's going to see my children not as human and they're going to act like that. They're going to, uh, maybe a police officer might do something because they don't deem them worthy enough to be a human. And so that's my, my greatest fear. Uh, or not even a police officer. It could be like somebody like I want action and shine to when they pass to die of old age. They're like 105 with their great grandkids sitting down, holding hands, praying as they're going nodding off to sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I want. So, uh, I, it's like the accidents. I, you know, accidents, him eating the wrong thing, him getting sick, all these things that I don't like fear because I know God is in control. Um, but I just don't want it. You know, mm -hmm. I just don't want it. Uh, sometimes I feel like I can't take no more. You know what I mean? Uh, I just can't take no more. Like, uh, God, I don't know who told you I was this strong, but I'm not type of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the thing. But the joys of fatherhood, the joys of being impactful, not only am I impacting their life, but I'm also impacting the world because my sons are going to be world changers. So, um, that's that's one of my greatest joys. Now back to you, the queen mother. <laughs> you know, and don't piggyback. I I'm not going to piggyback. I think that it might be a unanimous fear for black parents um to have that fear that I just hope that my black son, black daughter comes home and because we have these two black boys I actually don't like hearing stories. There was a story recently happened on February 2nd. You know the one I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, when police... Yeah. A police uh, knocked quietly and then decided to let himself in, and a child's life is gone. And so I, you know, and it's not just the police. It's people. Um, I, I hope that by the time they get of age older of age that we don't have this um but one of you know my fears is to get the call or something and to, to something has happened or to even like we just finished reading the book by Tayari Jones um an American marriage and it's someone who went to prison for something he did not do just because of the color of his skin those things, you know, and all of those things affect their lives. And I want our sons to be happy. That's what we want for them, right? So one of my fears is for that to be taken away from them just because they are black children. Mm. Uh, this giggly talky, this one right here, y'all. I mean, sunshine, sunshine who does not like to take naps. So, you know, it's good because we have him today and this is an episode about parenting. So this is what happens. And this is a little bit of what happens. This is what happens. I see you. So, but yes, the joys outweigh the fears and yes. the joys are what we think about first. And this is the month 
for joy. So we try to, um, someone, someone once said that social media isn't real. What is real is what people try to put out there. What we try to put out there is the joy that we have. So does that mean that we don't get into arguments, that our kids don't have meltdowns and have emotions and cry and things happen? No, we just choose to put out the joy in hopes that it will spark some sort of encouragement and inspiration to other people. Um, and then the real talk happens. I got one more question for okay. you. Uh, in I'll answer my question and I'll give it to you. All right. Okay. So in the household, growing up, or or as you're growing up with your kids, what is one thing that you're like, besides Christ, because that's the, always the giving, uh, in uh, our religion. What is the one thing that you need in the household? Uh, you feel like the kids need in their childhood. Mine's is music. Mm. Like I want them to love music as much as I love music and um you know I'm not a singer and I don't play an instrument but like I, I I love to move I love to listen to music I love live music so what is one thing in the household that you're like this is essential this is an essential need of the household essential need of our households are books mm. because books transform your mind and if you are as well as music because i was like oh that's a good one yes <laughs> music absolutely music can uplift your spirit music can make you feel whatever it is you're feeling if you need to get the cry out all of that but books do the same thing for me and mm. i'm talking about an a range of different <laughs> kinds of books so you know we have comic books we have fiction nonfiction, documentaries like different things but um, I think all types of books really, uh, we're going to have a library. When we get in our final home, there's literally going to be a room, not like one wall, a room full of books. That's, that's how much books are. Thank you for joining us on our seventh episode, talking about parenting, black parenting, joys, fears, loves, all of it. Feel free to connect with us on Instagram, First Comes Love, TCM. You can always call the voicemail at 347-TRUE-LOVE. That's 347-878-5683. You can email us, let's talk at firstcomeslovethencomesmarriage.com. See you next Friday. The voice map. Three, four, seven, two, love. Follow us on Instagram at First Comes Love TCM. Thank you for listening and see you next Friday. I love you, Stein.